welcome you to Porch Talk. I'm at Monson Brothers in Columbus, Mississippi. This is a Skype call, and I got the cornerman back on here with me. Jared Kenny returns. Uh, good to have you back on. I really enjoyed the last episode, and just from the feedback I got, I think the fans of the show will too, man. So what's been good this week? Um, you know, just another another calm week. Um, I know I watched the Tinder Swindler. Um, oh God, that film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched that uh, the second episode of the Kanye series on Netflix. Um, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, I started. I started watching Westworld again. Um, because the two shows that I'm currently watching are their finale is tonight, uh, Righteous Gemstones and Euphoria. Um, and I, I didn't watch season three of Westworld, uh, but me and Sid were talking, um, about how good it was. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rewatch season two to, you know, flow into season three just to keep now, me some, uh, Euphoria has, uh, Spider-Man's girlfriend in it, right? I'm blanking. Yeah. Zendaya that. or Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, she I've, I've, she kills it. She had an episode, I think, like two three weeks ago, where it was like you felt the anxiety. It was like, uh, have you seen um, Uncut Gems? Yes, dude, Adam Sandler. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, you know that type of like that onset of like anxiety you felt through the whole movie. You're like, what the fuck? That episode, she, the acted her acting in that episode, she absolutely slayed. Like, she's gonna get nominated for so many Emmys. Just, I guarantee you, she's gonna win a majority of them. That's great. She absolutely killed it. That's the, uh, yeah, that's I've, a good watch. I haven't heard any bad things about like just you know critics watching that show. It's like she's killing it, you know. And it's yeah. like it's yeah, one of those shows it. to where it's where people kind of look for little chinks in the armor to like pick it apart, but they really can't. Yeah, I think the it's kind of funny because uh, I'll see it uh, on Twitter a lot. Like um, some people are like, oh, what it, what does it take to go to Euphoria High or whatever? And they'll show like their outfit. <laughs> and it'll be like a $400 t-shirt, a $300 pair of pants, shoes that are $800. And it's just like, but it's funny. Cause like the way they're portrayed, it's like, excuse me. It's kind of like bummy or not bummy, but like, uh, like loungewear or like, you know, like how me and you would like, you know, throw on a pair of sweatpants or like if, if we run to the gas station or something, we might wear our pajamas or something. I don't know. Like, you know, how people yeah. like just, you know, they just kind of <laughs> run with it. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's so funny. They just, that's like the only <laughs> like picking it apart i've seen um but it's just you know it's kind of comical but yeah it's a good show if you if you don't have anything on your radar or worth worth watching then uh that's good on hbo max speaking of shows on netflix we have the tender swindler and like God. when a guy does it he can't get away with it although look the guy wins like okay in the film like toward the end a girl kept some of his clothes or something, but the dude is dating a model and you just made a movie about him. He yeah. wins on, it's a win, win, win for him. And it's like, okay, when a guy does it, it's wrong. But when a girl does it, it's just life. I mean, what is this? Cause let, let's, let's talk about the game of Tinder swindler is like, okay, you see it on Reddit all the time is, uh, I got a Tinder gate. Uh, I got a Tinder date and, uh, I got him to uh, hang the shelf for me, and we did, and then I sent him home, and it's like okay, same thing. Yeah, was, uh, you know, or you know, it, we could take it up to escalate it to sex, sure, but like, okay, I just got a free meal out of this, or whatever you want to escalate it to. It's like, okay, when a girl does it, we call that life. 
when a guy yep. does it, it's it's a swindler now. You know, it's 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 a weird dichotomy. To, the whole yeah, thing. it's almost like a double standard type. Yeah, like, it's just ass backwards. But yeah, I think, it, like you said, like the publicity he got, like there's no such thing as bad publicity because now he's running his own like, um, business firm or like business advice firm or some shit. Like, yeah, and I think it's hilarious. And I was like, I hope you're teaching other people how to swindle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just and yeah, like you said, he's dating the model. And did he get arrested? I, I forget. Did did he get arrested by Israeli police, or is he like only could find Israel? Or I, I'm assuming I got, not. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I that mean, guy. I mean, he's gonna get some kind of deal somewhere, and it's just like, like all these people, like that. Uh, remember that Cash Me Outside girl? Oh We're all God, like, yeah, you Doctor know, Field. Fuck her. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck her. Like, she's just, like, ignorant or whatever. But, you know, she was kind of hated on by the internet. And then all of a sudden, it's like, you know, she made a million dollars for signing, like, this rap deal. And then she did, uh, I think she turned, like, 18 or something. I think she did OnlyFans, if, if I'm if I'm correct. And she That's, got, like, $3 million. Right. And it was like, it was like, dude, like, she got, like, so bad publicity. And it was like, I don't know. It's just okay. a different world. Are the latest phenomenon with that, like, no such thing as bad publicity, right? Think about the Island Boys. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, wasn't it a UFC event that they went to and they literally got booed out of it? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think it was that. I just, yeah, they're, they're doing cameos for, like, $1,000 or $500 or something like that because, like, you know, it's funny if I, like, if, you know, me and five of my buddies bought one, you know, it's only a hundred, let's say it's $500, 500 or a hundred dollars a piece for like a happy birthday. It's kind of funny, but like, then again, it took 40 seconds of their time, $500, mm-hmm. like the whole internet's just shitting on them. Like, I, I don't know. Like, are they wrong? Are they right? Cause they're making money or I, it's so hard. It's like, what the fuck? And it was are real they really bizarre. stupid in real reality or are they like super smart? I just, I don't know. Well, there was there was some spirituality to it because, and I don't know if he went out and said this because for the hype, but he said, "Yeah, we sold our soul to the devil." And I was like, "Well, I mean, yeah, we've talked about that since old brother were art thou, but is this a thing?" <laughs> I don't. And I was like, "You got a bad end of the deal because, like, I saw a show. It was like one of their first shows at some club in Miami, right?" And oh, at LIV. <laughs> That live yeah, or that, whatever, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And like they got like halfway through one song, they were just heckled and booed, and like they just kept going. And I was like, I feel so bad for these guys, but at the same time, is like just seeing their content on like uh, TikTok where dudes get into the Mustang, and yeah, like, yeah, and it's like everything that they do is like I wanted to get them to do a cameo for Porch Talk, and then I saw how much it was. It's like I would literally pay fifty bucks for y'all to do this. I'm not going to do 500. No, <laughs> no way. I would give you $50 to be like, Oh, it's the porch talk boy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's funny, but, uh, I'm not going to pay $500 for a joke. No way. Yeah. No, they, um, it, I think they were on, uh, I, I don't know their podcast name, but, uh, Logan Paul has a podcast and, Oh yeah. Definitely uh, videos of that were going around. Um, and like, I think they got mad because like either they were, they thought they were being trolled, but the guy was like asking serious questions and they like took offense to it and they like got up and left. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I just think they're kind of like one of those gimmick. I mean, but then again, dude, they make so much money. I don't know. It's so like, I want to shit on them so bad, but like, 
you know, they have like, oh shit, diamond necklaces that are like yeah. massive. I don't know. It's so, it's, it's ass backwards, dude. I don't, I mean, I mean, is that you what nailed- you got to do to make that kind of money? I mean, that's, you literally nailed it when you, you brought up the catch me outside girl. But I mean, it, it happens like, and let's take someone similar to that, that is from Alabama, like, but I'm not hating on this guy at all, but like, it's like the opposite yellow wolf. He's working with shooter Jennings now. And like, make me a believer. Have you heard that that latest song that they did together? Like, no. you know, yellow, you know, pop. Don't make me go pop the trunk on you. I think so. Yeah, it's, he's he's a he's a white rapper, and like, he's from Alabama, and so automatically, I was like, oh yeah, I'm turned on to this. I'll, I'll check it out. And now he's working with Shooter Jennings, and it's probably one of the most anticipated records that's coming out this year that I can't wait for. And like deserves publicity but really doesn't get it like forgive my language but like these retards do yeah <laughs> but it's like like you said it's like i can't really shit on them because they're making bank yeah <laughs> but is it worth like your uh your image base it not really your image but like people i would say 98 percent of people just shit on them and then well, I you say know, that small 2% is like the conversation we're having is like, well, they're making money, you know, like, not, uh, yeah, I would say that's a fair, like 98% people just look at these fucking idiots. And just <laughs> like, to go back, yeah. And just to go back to like the Tindler Swindler for a second, it's like, think about how many girls probably want to get in their pants. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, what was that? Sh- the guy, uh, fuck. It was on Netflix too. Um, who's the guy that held up his hand and it had like the. Uh, the the demonic star or whatever that he killed. Oh, star David upside down or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, Richie Rodriguez or Richard Resendez or something like that. I think some, something of that nature. Yeah, uh, that'd be one. Um, I don't have anything I can pull it up on here. I'd have to exit out of Skype to look it up. No, you're good. I, but, I can look it up. But yeah, he uh, there was a thing on him too, and they, uh, his he killed a bunch of bunch of people. Um, the Night Stalker, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I do remember Richard that. Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. You're yeah, close. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, they had I don't know, he ended up getting caught, but he was in court and there was like just a, a posse, like, like females were sending him pictures saying, I want to marry you, this and that, da, 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 and they would show up in the courtrooms and it's like, I don't know, there's just some people out there, like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, that's, I mean, think about like, Okay, just take Netflix, for instance. Like, if you were to give me access to your Netflix and I pulled up your account on Netflix, I imagine, like, yours would look a lot like mine. It's going to have, like, a lot of guy stuff. It's probably going to have some comedy specials. It's going to have, like, those pop culture things. Like, you know, remember, okay, let's take a step back while we're on this. Is uh, Was it Tiger King? <laughs> the king of the pandemic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and now they're doing, like, the... This, this, Aren't they like about to drop like Carol Baskin's side? Yeah, I think so. It's on like Peacock, right? Yeah. It's, or is it like a just different actors and actresses, I guess, but like re- resembling them? Yeah. I... <laughs> That's how. Speaking of things that should have never been a thing, it's like, could you imagine that dropping just like in 2019 when shit was normal and being like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this? It would have been so overlooked. It would have been so <laughs> overlooked because people that was. People were at home and they were glued to their phone, glued to their laptop, and glued to the TV, and that it just ignited. 
and I, I watched it. And I'm, I'm ashamed to say I watched it, but I watched it. You know? Oh, I watched the shit out of it. It was so funny. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah. <laughs> and let and me tell you, I, I loved it when he got on his like politics. Let me and let me tell you something. Oh else. my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was going around giving T-shirts out, and uh, I remember someone Twitter was so lit during that too. Yeah. Uh, but like people were posting pictures of like the T-shirts. Hey, buddy. That he was giving out at the rally, he was like, he's like, I can't believe I still have this, but this is like, this has got to be worth hundreds of dollars, and it was a T-shirt of like, vote for Joe or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but like, just back to Netflix just for a second, and it's like, there, I think like Netflix and think about algorithms on social media in general is just how well, like, you know, if you and I were just talking on the phone and then I hopped on social media, it would be, and let's say we were talking about underwear. And I would see an ad for underwear, but like there is a difference between like a dude's Netflix and a chick's Netflix. Like you pull up, you pull up your girl's Netflix account, and it's probably going to be like a lot of true crime. And I mean that is an obsession of theirs. It's like think about like Dexter stuff like that, right? To where yep. it's like that dude is literally like, okay, the the passenger of his car, his mind is a damn killer. And you are right. obsessing over that. That's kind of out there, but that's the same thing going back to Island Boys. It's like there are a lot of chicks that probably want to get in those pants. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just <laughs> I like I don't I don't even know what to say. They're just I think I showed it I showed it to my cousin. I, I was actually home on leave and I showed it to my cousin. He was like, Who the fuck are those idiots? <laughs> and then he like I you know, and he was on the couch you know, across the living room. So I sent it to him and he started watching the video. <laughs> 15 minutes later, he keeps watching these fucking different videos that they post. And he's like, these guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, 20 minutes later, we're going to dinner and he's singing, I lend boy on the way. And he's like, I can't get out of my fucking head. And he's like, fuck you. He was so mad at me. <laughs> he was so mad at me. But yeah, <laughs> me, it's just, I don't know. Me, just, me and my coworker still sing it <laughs> at work. And it's like, it happened like, this week, like I think it was Thursday, as we were sitting, we share an office, and uh, just down the hall, there's a door that leads to like the lobby of the building that we're in. And the customer service manager, his office is in that lobby, and he heard us because we were getting loud. It was like just an island boy, and he was like, <laughs> uh, There was a, a customer out in the lobby was asking about like the singing going on. And I was like, oh, yeah, we were singing Island Bowl. And he was like, never mind. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, th I think we're dumb, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like every <laughs> – but it's so – I don't know. Like, just remember, like, Baby Shark, those things just get stuck in your head so – Yeah. Like, so quick and so fast. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just the way the human brain works. It's like those – like, why TikTok's so big, those 30-second clips – or even Vine back in, you know, the mid-2010s. The OG. Just, yeah, like just these quick videos. It, just, and now you have like Instagram and uh, Instagram and Facebook tries to keep up with Reels. Yep. Even yeah, Twitter is trying to like, they have what, what, what do they call it on Twitter where you can go live and you're in a room and your followers can hop in. What is that? Oh, yeah, the uh, Twitter Spaces. Yeah, Spaces. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I actually like Twitter Spaces. I think that's good for like uh, – People like not for building content, but just to have, you know, conversations just like we're having. Like if people are open, um, 
especially really good for like uh you know people who have a voice so like either verified people on twitter you know they can have a conversation with anything like um it's just it's just another way to you know promote your platform or yeah that's you know just, just to have conversation with different people but then again it could be also very like <laughs> very scary like if you just let this you know twitter egg join in and or if you request a talk and then you let him talk and then he just says some crazy shit and you're like oh fuck mute delete yeah and it's like uh you know, I'm, I've really been obsessed with, like, my favorite podcast right now is The Boys Cast with uh, Ryan Long. Mm-hmm. And he has uh, Danny Polish Chuck. And he just started his uh, YouTube podcast called uh, Low Value Mail. And all it is is, like, The Boys Cast and Low Value Mail is basically a troll podcast that happened because of feminist Reddit. And was like, you know, like labeling all these guys. If they do this, red flag, they're low value male. And it's like, oh, we could run with this for days and we'll never run out of content. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he takes call ins. And so, episode one, do you remember Alex Stein, that guy who did the vaccine rap in Dallas Town Hall? Like, uh, vaccinate I don't, I don't my so. body, vaccinate me at the party, you know, vaccinate it, yeah, me maybe. while I wear my thong. it it sounds familiar i don't remember it like vividly but it does sound familiar he's a good twitter follower because he keeps doing it like next thing you know he's like calling into like new york and he's on their city council meeting on zoom and he's like okay look i know this is kind of old but i have some new information to bring up with uh, about the whole cuomo problem and uh look I'm, and he just goes off into like just some conspiracy he makes off of, off the top of his head, and it's just hilarious because <laughs> you know he's given three minutes and the council has to hear him, and like you can see like their eyes are rolling and they don't care, and it's like, God bless this internet site. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those are priceless. Those just you know two three minute videos or. Or, you know, <laughs> those videos of people going into those council meetings and they just, they're either do shit like that or, you know, on lesser things, they'll, they'll make a good point And then obviously they're like, hey, maybe we're yeah. doing their fucking Escorted political Escorted out shit. by the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny, though. I don't know. Like, anything else, like, other than, like, the tender swindler, like, before we, like, move off to talk about T-Rex, is, like, I, any final statements that you'd like to make about that other than uh, guys... Uh, pull out your notebook and watch that and like you can learn some shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i just i i can't believe like one of them said that they were dating for a month and then next thing you know they she has two hundred thousand dollars in debt it's like what the fuck like yeah dude like come on i don't i, I don't know <laughs> i don't know i i like don't feel bad but i do feel bad i don't fuck guy it's just one of those things where it's like thank god it you know didn't happen to me or someone else that I know because that's fucking shitty. And I, I had a, like a, another like I thought was a funny take was like I, I'm not on any of those like dating saps like uh, speaking of Sid like we were hanging out down in Foley and I saw him like this was like five six years ago or some shit like this. Um, mm-hmm. He I think he'd only been in Foley for like a year. Uh, it's while he was still staying with Tish and um, like I saw him like doing a lot of shit on his phone, like swapping left and right, and I was like, "What? What do you got going on over there?" And this was like back when Tinder was like just coming out, very prevalent or whatever. And he was like, "Don't ever get this app." And I was like, "Okay." And I took his advice, <laughs> and, I, and I never, I never got involved in any of it. But like the thing I would 
think if I was on some kind of like dating app in like small town like Kennedy where I'm at, it's like, oh, there's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, this is, I, I need to go be a city boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, uh, it kind of, I think they ended it pretty well. Like that chick kind of, you know, kind of getting one over on him. Like, oh, yeah, if you know, I work in the fashion industry, you yeah. give me your clothes. It was kind of like a feel good thing. Um, yeah. I thought that was really funny, but, you know, that guy can go kick rocks. I mean, obviously, he's doing well, you know, dating a Israeli model and doing this, posting the same shit. So I don't know. Like, I mean, you can knock him for doing that kind of slimy, grimy shit, but then again, you can't because he's like still living that kind of lifestyle. I don't know. It's just same thing with Island Boys <laughs> and Catch Me Outside, girl. It's the same shit. Yeah, and I, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you brought those up. Those were great examples of what this is. It's like we are highlighting and exemplifying stupidity, and it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just the internet age. And what's that movie? Don't look up. Have you watched that? That's another Netflix. It's kind of the same shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, yeah, yeah. great example of just this whole, you know, idea. I, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, like he's he's really big into those ideas. But the the whole "Don't Look Up," I found it hilarious. But I, I know what they were doing with the film. But I still, it, it was still hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm a and I'm a Leo fan, so I, I'm gonna watch it. Yep. But yeah, I mean, totally agree. Totally agree with that. Yeah. So uh, let's let's kick it on over to uh, UFC. Uh, just over the past weekend, and uh, you sent me an article, and I'll post it up on the Discord. But uh, T Rex, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Mr. T Rex. He had a win this weekend, right? Yes. Uh, so he was, uh, I think he was on the undercard. Um, his name's Terrence McKinney, uh, also T Rex. Um, he came on the scene, I think, a year ago. Um, onto the U scene, and uh, I'm actually going to pull up his profile right now. If my thing wants to load, um, and he got a big win. I think it was like a very quick knockout, um, and it was like kind of like a devastating knockout, if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, and obviously in, in the UFC, if anything happens like that, you know, instant highlight. Everyone, you know, who is this guy? It's his first UFC fight. Um, and then his story came out that um, he basically died. Um, here he is, Terrence McKinney. It was twice, um, right? He's like a former... What was that? Twice, right? He died twice. I think the, in, in I the article... Oh, shoot. Is uh -oh, it? Hold on. Oh, we got some ghosts and demons up in here. Am I back? Hello.
I could just like just mouth things for the rest of the show and it'd be like, oh, he's saying something, but he's messing with Jared. It's like, well, here I am. We're going to do the rest of the podcast. I'm just going to read Jared's lips and I'll tell you what he says. <laughs> and, then I, <laughs> and then I'll react. Like, what? <laughs> so so we, we, we were talking about T-Rex, man. So uh, give us a scoop. Yeah, he um he had a win this weekend. You know, he wasn't on the main card. I think he he wasn't the. I don't even think he was the featured prelim. Uh, he was on the prelim, uh, which is like before the main card. If you don't watch UFC, um, it's like the more like the lower lesser fighters or lesser known. Um, but he on the first round by submission. Uh, and this is his second fight in the UFC. Uh, he fought uh, in June of last year. Uh, he won by knockout. So that's what it was. Seven seconds, not seven second knockout. Jeez, is that um, that's got to so, be close to you know, a if anything happens like that, you get a lot of hype or you know viral clip. Um, so that kind of went around the you know around the uh, Twitter world, um, and and then it came out like his story of like you know who he was or where he came from. Seven second knockout happens. Everyone's like, "Holy shit! What the fuck? Who is this guy?" Um. So he came on the scene like that, um, and his story, you know, came out. It's basically a redemption story. He uh, he was tased by police uh, after he was on a bad trip of uh, shrooms and acid, um, and then I think it came out too that he had like a uh, a substance abuse. Forgive me if I'm you know misspeaking or misquoting, but like a sub- substance abuse issue. Um, you know, got clean. Uh, I think he. He even like very, very closely came to like death. Um, I think twice. And, yeah, twice. Um, and I think very shortly after he started training and uh, fighting and got on the UFC in his first fight, seven second knockout. Um, and then he had that was in June of last year. And then this weekend he had um, he had a fight. It was he won by submission um, in the first round. So. You know, I love those underdog stories um, of just people, you know, redeeming themselves, coming back and, you know, proving themselves. Uh, even there was a second story. My dad, um, he, I think he was watching it too. And he called me. He's like, wow, did you hear that? I wasn't really listening. I was probably on my phone and watching uh, UFC. But uh, there's another fighter. She, what's her name? Same thing. She had like a substance abuse issue, uh, got out of rehab and started training and a year later, after training, she made it on the UFC roster. I think this is her. Where is she? I think she was on the main card. She was like one of the lower. Was it Priscilla Kutchit? I don't know how to say her name. But yeah, I just. I know, I know the chick you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, she has a remarkable story. Yeah. And, and I, I love uh, having those stories like that because you can see. Uh, like just take someone who had been on meth for a while and after a year they're clean you can see kind of like the mumps and all the the visible damage it'll start disappearing yeah and it's and it's more than just putting makeup over this it. like your body will heal itself and yep. and like seeing that's one thing about combat sports like ufc bellator even boxing with like uh i'm a huge deontay Wilder fan i also mm-hmm. like tyson fury but like I love combat sports for that reason because I think it really shines the spotlight on like you have to be tenacious 
and take your body serious. Yep. I also and, think a good thing too, like, um, like just people with like the, that addictive personality, um, you know, you can get addicted to anything, soda, fucking nicotine, this and that, that and the third, and literally anything. Um, yeah. And they just they find that, you know, they just find that that want and that dog in them. They just start working out. Um, like I remember, there was a story about Eminem. Remember when he, I think he might have relapsed or something, but they, they said he used to run on the tread uh, the treadmill for like twenty miles a day or something like that. Like he would just run. Um, and even then, like with Tyson. Uh, yeah, Tyson Fury, he was like 400 pounds. Then he got that drive and lost that weight and came back. Like, that's just yeah. incredible. Yeah, I mean, just like taking that, let's just go with that Eminem path just for a second is, okay, let's say you have an addictive personality. Like, okay, no one's going to shit on you for running 20 miles a day because like in our culture, it's like, well, that's you're being healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ran 20 miles every day, that might become a problem, but like, dude, that is great for like eliminating like chemical or anything like, you know, alcohol or things of that nature. Right. Mm-hmm. As I'm sitting here preaching to you, I've got a beer in hand. But, um, it's moderation, boys and girls. But yep. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, just in the UFC, I've been into UFC for 10 plus years now and I saw the most ridiculous thing and I wanted to run it by you is uh you may have seen this tweet it was i'm not even gonna say who tweeted it because i I think they were just trying to be and i'm a nate diaz fan Mm -hmm. like i love the diaz brothers and they was like you mature as a fan of the ufc when you understand that nate diaz would beat uh oh my god and i'm blanking on who was the russian guy that kicked conor mcgregor's ass oh khabib uh, yeah, Habib. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like you, you are you, you are a mature fan when you realize that Nate Diaz could beat Habib. And I was like, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Nobody's gonna. Nobody would beat him. And th- and then like following a shit tweet or post or however you want to pose it, it's like they they had four pictures and they showed uh, GSP, who was amazing, and then they. Anderson, the Spider, Silva, and they had two more, and I can't remember. Like these are legendary guys when it comes to UFC. Like when I got into it, it was like GSP Day, like Tony Ferguson Prime, Chuck Liddell, uh, even. Uh, and I love that, uh, I, and I can't remember like the Chuck Liddell rival, but I he kind of had blunt Tito Ortiz, and like I love both of those guys. And I loved it when they went head to head. Even though I would lean more like Mr. Durlass Battery himself, Chuck Liddell, uh, I like Tito too. But I was like, and they were they they posted these pictures of these these cats. It's like I'm not trying to go back to these guys' prime. Like the reason GSP is not in the game anymore is because he knows he doesn't need to be in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. He went out on a W. Anderson Silva, that was one of the most horrendous leg breaks I ever saw in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I think that's just an unfortunate how, like, you know, how Anderson Silva – I'm not going to say unfortunate because he's one of – he's on my Mount Rushmore. Um, Absolutely. Fighters, but, like, it, it for the casual fans or, like, fans that are new to UFC, um, that's all they saw was, like, Anderson Silva losing. They just heard of this immaculate guy who was just – 
unbelievable at striking and and then they just saw him lose um you know that kind of sucks but you know there's it's hard like you hear so many people talking about it like it's hard it's so hard to go out on top because if you're on top then you obviously want to still go um but he was he was just so so fucking good and let's uh, just talk about like the john jones debacle right now he recently got arrested and his fiance left him yeah uh well he got arrested last last july in vegas um and the video just surfaced to social media right is that how it worked yeah yep uh i think it was like body cam footage of him like hitting his head on the on the on the hood of a car yeah but yeah that's just another another person dana white put it very good they he said that uh you know if he if he never fucked up he could be the lebron james of ufc which is spot on because um you hate to see talent go to waste and he's so fucking good he's another person i just i root for i remember exactly Every UFC card he's on, I would pay money to see it because I like seeing John Jones fight. Yeah, and and people forget he he was so young coming up, like early, very early twenties, coming up at light heavyweight, and he choked out Leota Machida like standing, cho- and just dropped him. It's one it's one of the coldest pictures ever. And, okay, um, and let's just back that up. Is like Leota Machida, like I remember like him coming up and all the dragons he had to slay to get to that level and then seeing john jones do that it was it was like well here's our guy yeah (laughs) you know and then like lo and behold it's like it was john jones country you didn't hear that name anymore you didn't hear machita anymore it was all john jones yep yeah and it's just it sucks like to see talent go um, not go to waste because i really do hope and pray for him to come back at heavyweight and do his thing just because I think he's going to run through everybody at heavyweight, especially after seeing Francis Naganu versus Cyril Gaon and how yeah. Francis took him down. And John Jones is an all-American wrestler. Like, it's just, there's levels to it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Obviously, um, and I think he's, if he's serious about coming back um, at, at heavyweight and he says he wants to walk in at 265 um, or weighing 265, um, he's doing it the right way rather than like Conor McGregor um, when he fought Nate Diaz the first time, uh, people forget um, he was supposed to fight uh, Rafael Dos Anjos at 155, mm-hmm. and then he fought Nate I think at 170. In RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos pulled out maybe 14 days or fit like less than three weeks before the fight because of uh, like a broken ankle or something like that. Uh-huh. And Nate Diaz was like, "Yeah, I'll step up, but let's fight at 170 because that's a lot of weight, you know, to cut." So Connor gained a lot of weight very quick, very fast. And it's, you know, if you do that, it's unhealthy. Um, and John Jones is taking the long, the long approach of just doing it the right way, uh, which I think will help. So that's, if he comes back, man, I can't fucking, that's a fight I have to shell out a lot of money for to go see. Cause he's, he's one of my, literally one of my idols. So yeah, I have a lot of respect for John Jones is, uh, I want to, 
maybe this is a segment that we could do and I'm prepared for it. I didn't prepare you for it, but, uh, like most embarrassing fight in UF history, in my opinion, was Forrest Griffin when he fought Anderson the Spider Silva. Oh yeah, he got front kicked. <laughs> Remember, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't finish the fight. He walked out. Yeah, yeah. He ran out of the ring after he got knocked out. <laughs> um, well, I don't. That's an embarrassing knockout. But like, you know, rest in peace to Kimbo Slice. But have you ever seen his fight versus Dada Three Thousand? I haven't seen that. Oh my god! This was um. This was in Bellator, and I'll never forget. I was watching it in my barracks room with my buddy Beebe. Shout out. Um, and I was like, oh, Bellator's on. Let's throw it on. Fucking Kimbo Slice is fighting this guy. And um, this guy, Dada 3000, I, I could be mispronouncing it, but that's basically the gist of his name. Um, he's another, like, Florida uh, street fighter legend or up-and-comer. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was kind of, you know, pass-the-torch type of fight. Um and they fought anyone out there who has never seen this fight, fucking YouTube it. It is so funny. Um, they're just heavyweights and they're so out of fucking shape. And they're just swinging and they're, oh my God, they're throwing punches at like two miles an hour. And like me and my buddy were sitting there fucking dying laughing. We were like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it's not that it was like a bad fight, but it's like, it's, it's like a street fight. You know when a street fight goes past like a minute and they're fucking gassed and they're, yeah. they're normal people like us. Like it's just yeah. – oh, it was so bad. But it was like that was the main event and it was like holy shit. You know, we got to see this for free. Um, and I think even Dada 3000 or whatever suffered a heart attack during that fight and um, got like rushed to the ho- – or I think they both got rushed, rushed to the hospital and then he got a bunch of tests done and it came out that he had a heart attack. It was like what the fuck? These guys should not have been fighting. <laughs> But it's weird because, like, you know, they're built. I think Dutta 3000 was a little bit more of, like, heavy set. But, you know, Kimbo Slice, Kimbo Slice, he jacked. Um, but that fight, that was, like, that's number one on my list for, like, most embarrassing. I know it's not UFC, but, like, most embarrassing televised fight I've ever seen. Yeah, that yeah. meant to be serious, but you're watching it and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, if you, if you wanted to take it, like, okay, let's take it outside, it would definitely be boxing with anything that the Paul brothers do, right? Oh, my God, yeah. That's, it's like, that, that's that, something that can't be know, taken serious. The, the Tyrone Woodley where he literally signaled, I'm about to knock you out. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is like watching wrestling. And I'm a wrestling fan. But, yep. like, even, even I noticed, like, the social cues – yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, literally like a wrestling thing. Like you could tell when they either voice something or just do a little bit of emotion, they'll you know hit their finisher or you know whatever. This yeah. is the, the match basically. Finish him. Mortal yeah. <laughs> right. And so like, and I'll tell you this is um, just with like UFC is man, or just combat sports is just here in Columbus, uh, relentless MMA. Uh, she doesn't fight for relentless anymore, but uh, Hannah guy, and she's even gotten into like bare knuckle. Yep. Uh, th- yeah, that's a familiar total, name. I, I know her name. Just a total badass. Uh, she lost her first bare knuckle fight, but she's still, I mean, it was her first one. Yeah. And I think it's a lot different, like going from like, she was on Bellator and she won that fight and she wasn't supposed to win that fight. Mm-hmm. And she fucking won it. And so, like, Jake, he's got a podcast uh, here in town. It's called uh, The Man Up Podcast. I've been on it a couple of times. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And, like, the thing 
that he and I got off on because, like, I'm just an average dude. Like, I don't come, I don't have a military background. I don't work out. Like, I'm just, I'm just a dude. <laughs> you know, just I'm a musician. I like to go out to the bars and have a beer, and I, I run a podcast and I, I, I run a nine to five job. Yep. So I'm just a dude. But and that is one thing that you just hit that earlier was don't downplay a street fight. And you nailed it with Kimbo Slice was, dude, a street fight happens fast and it ends quick. We're talking 15, 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. And like you think about these fighters, these combat veterans, they train nine months. It's like I haven't seen Tony Ferguson on a card in two years. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. He, he, he's getting older. He's out of his prime. I'd like to see him fight too, but like it ain't like you and me going down to the bar and like fighting over a girl. This is a mm-hmm. lot different. Yeah. And people yeah. like people take it the wrong way all the fucking time. Yeah. It's like I could do it. And it's like, yeah, sure you could. Just march your ass up there, buddy. Yeah. They um Tony Ferguson actually has a fight up and coming against uh Michael Chandler. It's been in the talks. Um I don't know if you're familiar oh, okay. with Michael Chandler, but he he just signed with UFC, I think, last year. Had has had an electric knockout over uh Corey Sandhagen, and then he had a that crazy fight versus uh Justin Gaethje, and Justin Gaethje won. That was probably the fight of the year last year. Just yeah, an absolute yep. war. I so saw that fight. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly who that is. It's like I might not get all the cards, but dude, I, I love fucking UFC. And yeah. like if you put Tony Ferguson on the card, and I hope they give him the DC treatment, and I love it when he does. Is I think he should be a commentator. Yeah, when he when he's done, because like that is just one of those old cats who is just battle razzing to where like he could be your color commentator if need be, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he his ground game's phenomenal. Like his Darce choke is second to none. So I, I'll be excited to watch him him fight. Um, and then I know next week we have the Covington Masvidal fight, <laughs> which is going to be so fucking good. And Just, I'm huge fans of both of those boys, but I think I'm pulling for Masvidal. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to see Masvidal win, but I just, you know, as Colby said it himself, I have a second lung. He meant a third lung, but he. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that fucking tweet. Yeah, he um, his gas tank is just so big, and I think um, he's really the only one that had Kamaru Usman, like, even close to, like, you know, battling adversity, I would say. So I think he's either, you know, he's going to either pour the gas tank out on him or he's just going to wrestle fuck him because he's just so good at wrestling and Masvidal, um, you know, we'll see how how up to par he is on his wrestle game. And, and he's got a fucking to- chin. Colby Covington's got a chin, so. So, I mean, who do you like? It's like, I'm obviously pulling for Masvidal, but, like, if I had to pick a, a winner, I think I would go Covington. Like, what yeah. do you think? What do you think? Yeah, I would I would go with Colby Covington, and I would – whatever the over-under is, I would take the over uh, if we want to talk betting. Just because, you know, I don't think that Colby would put him to sleep. I think, if anything, he'd, he'd submit him, but I, I don't know. Um, I would definitely take the uh, the over just because if Masvidal is working on, he, on anything, he's going to be working on the uh, – you know, it's takedown defense to, you know, combat the wrestling. Um, so, you know, if it does go to the feet, then I don't think Masvidal has what it takes to knock him out. I mean, any, like anything can happen. Anything can happen. But I don't 
I don't see that happening just because his chin is too good. I, I would take I would take Colby. Yeah, oh, like okay, I don't know when, maybe in the next couple of months. But what about Israel Adesanya? Is he not one of your favorite fighters right now? He's so electric on Twitter. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, he is funny on Twitter. I just I don't know. There's something about him I don't like. I don't. Okay. I I respect his. I like him as a fighter. But I don't know something about. I don't know if it's his personality or something. I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't mesh with just me. I know some people are obviously. You Who know, can beat him at that class, though? What was that? Who could beat him at that class? In in his weight class, Robert Whitaker is the only one that could do it. And obviously, Adesanya just beat him a few weeks ago. I think that he needs, or I'm sorry, Kamara Usman needs to go up in weight and fight. Uh, Adesanya. I think that's really the only person Ooh, that I like that. They need to do it in like I Africa like or South Africa at one of those mega soccer stadiums and yeah, Francis Nagano on the card too because that would just be un- unbelievable. But All that's right, last- the only person that I think can show a threat to Israel. Any anything else to do in the world of combat sports before we walk away from it? Um. The fights that just happened this weekend, nothing really significant. There was a pretty good card. Um, Islam Makachev was supposed to fight Benil, uh, Benil Dariush, um, but Benil Dariush had to pull out last second. Um, but Bobby Green stepped up and took the fight, and they fought at 160. And it basically ended how exactly how we all thought it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> Islam just took him down and beat him up. Um, Islam is one of those Dagestani um, under the wing of Khabib fighters who just, you know, know how to wrestle bears. Um, so I don't. Okay. That's a, title that's shot a wild he, thing to be able to say. Yeah. Uh, so in mother Russia, yeah. I wrestle bear. Yeah. Yeah. Those people, those, they're so different. Yeah. When he was seven years old or something like that, he wrestled a bear. I mean, granted, it's still a, it's a baby bear, but still, it's a fucking bear. Like that's just so, it's so silly. A bear is a bear. Yeah, um, that happened last week, or just this last weekend. Um, he might get a title shot, but I would like to see him run it with Benil Dariush. Um, he has ten wins, ten wins in a row, which obviously is a feat in itself. Um, so he, I could see him getting a title shot, but um, and I think that would be a very good shot if he fought. Um, What's his name? Charlie Olives, Charles Oliveira. Just because Charlie o- Charles Oliveira is so good on the ground too, and he's obviously a, a wrestling specialist, so that'd be a fun fight to watch. Hell yeah! Uh, anything else to do? Coming up, I don't think so. Cool. Think we- Last thing that I, I want to cover is, uh, I mean, there's a Ukraine Russia issue going over. You have a military background. You you have somewhat of a. It's a cool story, and we'll get to it. Is the main thing that I want to say is I believe there's so much propaganda. It's, it's a lot of heads or tails with like making out what is actually happening in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And the, the only thing I really want to talk about is like your story and the boy 13 Kings on snake Island. Yeah. The absolute and, legends and, they are. And, and also, like the mayor of Kiev, his brother, and even the president or whatever of Ukraine, it's like, I don't need a ride out of here. I need ammunition. Yep. 
you know, and, and that is what I want to say is like, there is nothing better for fighting for your country and your right to exist on your soul. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of respect for those men and God bless those men. Yeah. And I think, um, like you mentioned, the mayor of Kiev, um, uh, Vitaly Klitschko, he's a former, you know, heavyweight champ. His brother, WFC world champion. Yeah. He, you know, multimillionaire times over decided, you know, he, he didn't have to live, you know, he didn't have to go back home. He could have lived in Hollywood or wherever in America and just fucking relax, be a commentator, a coach, whatever. He decided to go home and, you know, lead his people, become a mayor, uh, take political office. Um, he ended up joining, um, end up fighting for he's you know, he's actively fighting his brother, same thing, heavyweight champ. Um, and then even someone else who's, who's actively fighting now, his name's uh, Vasily Lomachenko, uh, top, easily top five pound for pound fighter. Um, and he, he traveled, I just saw something t- today. He traveled back, um, you know, through the uniform on is fighting for his country. I thought, I, you know, those people are just so me and my dad talked about it. They're so bred, bred different, man. They're just a different type. Even, of human. even the fucking women are different, buddy. Like Jared, I know you've seen it because you're you you are a Twitter like scoundrel like me. Is um, there was this video and it was in Ukrainian or Russian to where I didn't know what they were saying, but yeah, you know, like the tweet said what it was saying. It was like, "Can I put some sunflowers in your pocket for when you die? At least a sunflower will bloom out for you dying on Ukrainian soil." And I was like. Oh, that bitch is wild! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had we had a spill over here. Anyway, well, I'm going to adjust that, but keep keep going. Yeah. Um. Even then, to uh, today there was a, a viral video of just this guy. He was on a bridge, and there was a landmine. Um, I, I he, saw he, that. He picked I it up that. like it was a hot plate of fucking you yeah know, fizzling chicken fajita. Yeah, and it, it's even funnier because he's ripping a cigarette at the same time. So yeah, he's totally fucking ripping. Yeah, <laughs> and he walks over with this, you know, a landmine to get rid of it. And there was a funny fucking tweet. It was like, um, you know, smoking a cigarette makes anything instantly five hundred times like more badass. <laughs> and I just couldn't. I lost my mind. I was like, that is so fucking funny. This guy is an absolute legend. He just. You know, picked it up like it was a, you know, either a hot skillet or a fucking dirty. Oh, yeah. Couldn't get rid of it quick enough. But, you know, just the cigarette bouncing in his mouth just made it that much better. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to to, to back up. Uh, you've been deployed and I wanted to hear like your story of like briefly being uh, in that part of the world. If you don't mind uh, sharing yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, um, in tw- I deployed in January of 2017 on the USS Laboon, DDG-58. Um, you know, seen some cool stuff, did some cool things, hit a bunch of cool ports. Um, we were even supposed to hit uh, Odessa, Ukraine as a port for like four or five days. Uh, even got close enough to, um, you know, pay for a couple tours that they were hosting to go see the catacombs. And we were all excited for it. Um, and then they ended up canceling that a few days out. We hit Athens, Greece instead, pulled in there for maybe 32 hours, definitely less than 48 hours, just enough to refuel, 
we were lucky enough to get off for you know a day or half a day. And I even while we were in court in Athens, uh, the first day of the Super Bowl, Tom Brady came back twenty-eight to three against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh you know, hell, Brady! To fucking six in the morning to watch that. So I stood watch all day, watched that all night to the morning, and then uh, I think seven o'clock came and Liberty Call happened, and then we went out. Um, and it was so cool. I met and I wore my I wore one of my Patriots T-shirts. And I met a couple guys that were like, oh, did you see the game last night? I was like, yeah, man, I saw it. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, it was kind of hard to see over here because only some bars had it. But, you know, it's throughout the night, so they wouldn't stay open the whole time. So they either missed it or not. Um, that was – I was lucky enough to see that. Uh, hit Athens, Greece. Hit uh, – did that through Eastern Med, went down the Red Sea. Um, then we hit uh, – we hit Dubai. That was, of course, and it in Dubai, like guys like me and you, just it's not even worth. Like you know, if you're a regular average Joe, it's not worth going. If pe- people say, "Oh, I want to go there. It looks so fun." Don't fucking waste your money and go to Dubai. It is so goddamn expensive. Everything's fucking yeah. just literally built for like movie stars. You gotta uh, be a Tinder you know, swindler first, okay? Yeah, yeah, literally, get, literally, real get shit. Your, get your steps in order. Yeah. Um, we hit there. That was, you know, that was more <laughs> crazy. All we really did there was just go to the uh, the Dubai Mall right outside the Burj Khalifa um, and just use the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi was just dumb fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit there, hit Bahrain. Um, we hit Seychelles, which is south of the equator, off the coast of Africa. North of Madagascar, that was cool. Went out, went around to Amsterdam for like five days. That was probably my favorite port. I'm going. I'm going back there. I think when I, whenever I get out, I need to go back. Hit there. Hit uh, Germany, and then we also hit uh, way up in Norway. So that was cool. Got a bunch of pictures, fun stuff. Um, about seven months underway. Got, but I was lucky. We got we got a lot of ports, and uh, with COVID being a thing, um, you know these people who deploy at least on Navy ships, they're not allowing them to leave the ship because, you know, COVID's a thing. Um, luckily now, obviously like the vaccination stuff, uh, you know, people can go out, but there was a point in time for about a year and a half that I know people that went underway for eight months and didn't leave the ship. And it was just miserable. Like just imagine staying in this, you know, 300 foot prison that's metal, not being able to fucking leave. Like, it's just, it must have been so fucking hard. I feel so bad. And they, you know, could come back home and then they have to fucking, you know, quarantine. And it's like, well, why do we have to quarantine? And this and that. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, you know, fuck. It, I feel bad for those people. I want to step it back just to those 13 kings on Snake Island. So, a Russian warship march our, uh, let's get political, or let's get uh, Navy. Yeah. They, they, uh, what is the term? The row ship, the, the warship rode up to Snake Island and they was like, Hey, we're a Russian warship. We're about to take you. So, like, hey, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 13 guys. And, yep. uh, they, they held their ground and all 13 were killed. And I was like, absolute kings in my book. 
And like, we need more men like that in this world who say, no, 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 not taking this shit. Might die right here, but this is the ground I'm on and this is the ground I'm going to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the most badass thing I've ever heard over comms in my life. They were like, you know, lay down your arms, surrender, or else, you know, we're going to bomb you. And, and it's funny because you heard the guy, and he was like, should I fuck themselves? And then you heard a little, a little you know, bird. And then he's like, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I need that. Just there's so many. I want like, that to be like the porch talk, like, uh, intro, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like this, this was going around, and this is a great, a great picture. And it's I just, see, yeah, it's in Ukrainian, and it says uh, Russian warship. Go. F-. It says I think it just says go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, just, I need, I need someone to put that on t-shirts. Yeah, oh, I'm your guy. Yeah, send and, that to and, me, and I'll, I'll make a t-shirt tonight. Yeah, and just um, I even I even put it out there. I was like, you know, whatever proceeds is made, just send it. I found a uh, a com- a nonprofit like a donation center that's, you know, taking money to help people, refugees and stuff. Um, well, let's make that shirt. Send that over to me and I'll make it. All right. Bet. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll shoot this over to you. There's a couple, I think, I mean, people are going to fucking buy them. I'd wear it. I'd wear the shit out of it just because. Oh know, yeah. And like, I, I wouldn't keep so. any of the money. Like you said, it's like, I would send all that directly to Ukraine and it yep. goes back to like the mayor or even the president of Ukraine is like, don't give me a ride out. Give me ammunition. I was like, I'll give you money because that is yes. something I can give you. It's so badass. Yeah, those those are the stories I like to uh, I like to hear coming out of this. Just stuff like that. And even like there was a picture of an 80-year-old guy. Um, he had like a leather, just a leather bag. And he packed like a few T-shirts, a toothbrush, and a bunch of sandwiches. And they were like, sir, you know, you're too old. He was like, you know, I'm just doing this for my grandkids. What else am I going to do? Just, you know, a bunch of cool stories. And um, it's they're, they're standing their ground. And, you know, and I, I talked to my dad about this. I was like, this is some, like, American Revolution type shit where, like, they're coming into your country. And mm-hmm. obviously we had the, the Patriots back in the day. And just a bunch of rebels with muskets and pitchforks, basically, and defeated – the world's greatest army in the in the British Army. Well, uh, I mean, not to, I mean, you have to give it up to the French Navy and uh, and other help. help yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, exactly. But yeah, we had the audacity, right, to step to, up to the big man, yeah. and say no. Just, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. You love to see shit like that. Yeah, Abs- yeah, and I, I love it. And you know, it's weird. And social media is a weird place, especially if, like with like. Well, if you don't want American troops to help Ukraine, you're obviously for Putin. And it was like, well, no, it's like we just left Afghanistan, man. It's like, do we really want to get more involved with anything other than this? I mean, fucking send uh, anonymous. Let them hack. Let them do their shit. It's like we're living in the 21st century. We don't have to fight this with guns anymore. Right. We can do it technologically. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and they so, are. Like, and, and they're not it around too. So, like, yeah, you know, is there really any need for anybody to, if they're holding their ground pretty well, then, um, you know, why, 
taken another step of escalation. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Um, yeah. And just, I like seeing like a bunch of companies like doing, like, you know, just showing support. Like there was one, um, I follow an account on Twitter. It's for, um, I'll send you this too. It's just like another, I'll send it to you. Um, yeah. It's just like a Vegas, um, like a Las Vegas account. Like, you know, anything that's happening in Las Vegas, you know, you obviously see like a bunch of funny stuff, but there was a nightclub in Las Vegas. Um, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's called Evil Guy. They were offering $5 fuck Putin shots. Um, Ukrainian <laughs> vodka, this and that. Um, and then they went to the streets and they were pouring out all the Russian vodka. Um, you know, so any small bit helps and stuff like that. And I, I like, like I even talked to my wife about it. You see the whole world coming together and just, you know, showing support for these. For and, these the, and, that, and that is one thing that we really needed just for America in itself is like, I'm so tired of the left versus right or Democrat Republican like split to the point to where we almost feel like we're going to have a civil war over Donald Trump or Biden's bullshit. It's yeah. like, Oh my God, would we all just shut the fuck up and realize that we're all Americans and that shit doesn't matter. And now we finally have some, like COVID should have done it. No, that made it worse. It's like, yeah. if you, if you wear a mask, you're pro bud. If you don't, you're a trumper. It's like, no, it's not that dummy. But like now it's like, we all kind of agree is like, Fuck Putin and Russia, dude. Fuck yeah. off. It's like yeah. maybe maybe this is something that can unite us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I think everyone's on the same side. Just not even in America, like just around the world, you see it in the uh, you know United but, Kingdom and Germany and stuff. What do you think? Like a black swan, though. Do you think that China will move in on Taiwan? Um, I don't know. I just I know Taiwan's probably shitting themselves. I mean, I would be too if I was in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, think, um, I just think they're they're seeing how the whole rest of the world is handling it, um, and if they handled it poorly, then they might have been like, okay, we might be able to do this. And if they didn't, hit, or if they, you know, are handling it well, um, you know, I think they're just waiting on the reaction of everyone else. And if, you know, I think if Russia just came in and took over in 48 hours or 72 or even less than a week, just took the whole country. Then it's like, um, Ooh, you know, without cool. any pushback from other governments or other countries, then it's like, okay, then maybe we can do this too. Yeah. So I think they're kind of sitting back and watching and just analyzing. Right on. Yeah. I that in the whole thing is crazy. It's just looking at all this and it's like Twitter is just, been the absolute best this is like twitter prime over the past week like looking oh. looking at everything over the past week it's like oh there are so many dunks it's like there there are so many home runs there's so many people hitting dingers this week oh my god me and my friend <laughs> are sending each other so many funny shit it's like um are you familiar with like chief keef and like love sosa remember that song no i gotta get this follow <laughs> yeah um but like just so many things. It was like President Biden going up to the, you know, his press stand and then the NFL draft thing would go off. It was like, ding, 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 ding. yes, I did see yeah. that. Yes, I did. <laughs> it was like with the first pick of the World War Three draft. And it was like the United States select Chief Keefe and like just so many memes. And then even Chief Keefe, like a few days ago posted a picture and he was like oh i'm you know, 
I'm welcoming myself to Ukraine. It's just people run with it. People make the funniest shit, and it's just <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, yeah. it's just Twitter, man. It's the internet. People some <laughs> yeah. get it, like me and you get it, but like some people are like, what? Like I'm offended. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, it's like, dude, take a step back and like just fuck your own face for a second. Yeah, literally. But that, yeah, that video of him going up to the thing and you just hear the NFL draft go off. That shit is <laughs> fucking priceless. People are so quick. So quick. <laughs> well, good, man. I don't have anything else to add or subtract. If you've got any anything else that you'd like to touch on, I think that'll do it for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you would like to do? No, man. I think we think we hit all the subjects. Tinder Swindler, a little bit of <laughs> UFC, sports. Couple upsets in college basketball, one through six lost, and number nine, I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Head, like, you know, just heading we'll, into March, shit yeah, going it, crazy. That's just it. And like, we'll pick up college basketball as it gets into March with March Madness. Oh, yeah. But, uh, dude, enjoyed it again, and uh, we'll uh, edit out all the debacles. All right, appreciate uh, it. You know, or like, I left one maybe is uh, when Jared gets back, it's like, and I know his mic works. It's like, I'm just going to do this. Oh, my God. I would have went crazy. <laughs> yeah, just going crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, man, uh, good hanging out with you again. Um, give Sid a hard time for me. Uh, <laughs> take care, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm down to do this whenever, man. Just let me know. Yeah, it's looking like a, a Sunday evening affair. If, if that's good with you, it's good with me. I've enjoyed it. It's fine. Uh, hey, there's a good boy. Son of a boy. Mookie. Good boy. That's Mookie. Yeah. Oh, I know him. I met oh, him. yeah. Yeah, he, he certainly is a good boy. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, let's uh, we'll sign out. I'm going to end it. Uh, bye. All that.
I hope. 